everybody. You're tuning in to Mad About It. I'm your host, Becky. Becky with the good hair. That's right. It's me. Today, today we're going to, it's a special edition episode. It's a bit of a race against the clock, but as you can tell, um, it's probably not going to feel urgent. Uh, I got a way, got a way, got a way with words about that. I can make this 20 minute episode feel like 40. Today's episode, a quick three-step guide to make your girlfriend come. No matter what gender you are, and uh, no matter how experienced your girlfriend is, sometimes it seems like female pleasure is a little bit uh, hard to pin down, unlike actual women. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna break it down into three steps. Um, and if these three steps don't work, then you aren't really fully doing the three steps. I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there that um, these three steps are 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 a hundred percent guaranteed to make your girlfriend come. Yes, I know that that is uh, quite a claim. Um, I I. <sighs> I don't know what to tell you. It's it's a hundred percent, hundred percent guaranteed success rate with this. I'm not trying to brag. Um, I'm not trying to uh, trivialize anything. Um, I'm just uh, a friendly neighborhood lesbian with some insights. All right. So before we get into it at all, when I say here's a quick twenty minute guide on how to make a girl come understand that consent is 100% implied if this is your plan. I don't think we need to have a consent conversation. It seems like we do based on the news. If you're in the situation where you have a girlfriend or a partner who is regularly consenting to sex and you don't have a lot of success with her pleasure, this podcast is for you. If you want advice on how to uh, pressure them into sex without their consent, go listen to some other podcast, all right? It's not for you. Uh, make sure that that you know 100% that the person that you're having sex with wants to have sex with you. If they don't want to have sex with you, none of these steps are going to work. It's all going to be a big old pile of shit, all right? So... Every, sex should be consensual, sex should be enthusiastic, sex should be passionate, sex should be fun, sex should be funny, alright? And uh, there shouldn't be an, a lot of pranks involved, and there shouldn't be a lot of abuses of trust involved. That's it. That's the first, that's the first bit. Make sure that they want to do it, alright? It shouldn't be that hard, it shouldn't be that confusing. Um... All of my female partners have enthusiastically, enthusiastically given consent with their bodies, with their words, with their hands, with everything, with their eyes. It's never been vague. So I I personally am confused about uh, all the consent bullshit because it's just not vague. Shouldn't be vague. Okay. All right, moving on. Step one, 
Step one is going to be communication. Uh, there's a lot of different ways. It kind of goes straight in hand with consent. There's a lot of different ways that she can tell you that she wants that she wants you. All right. Uh, you, you can do it with words. You can do it with your body. You can do it with uh, like a note. You can do it with a text. You can do it with pictures. You can do it with sexting. You can do it with Instagram. If the person that you're trying to make come starts thinking about sex that is the moment that the orgasm starts so if you text her in the morning uh something really sexy and she texts you back something really sexy that means that she is thinking about sex and she's gonna think about sex all day uh say you don't know them well enough say it's a first date or something you go and you have you, you have dinner you can pretty much size up whether or not you're attracted to somebody within like uh, five seconds you know so uh if she feels that buzz and she's in the mood and she doesn't have baggage that's when the orgasm starts all right the problem with communication is that a lot of women don't want to communicate their sexuality because we've been told not to. We've been told not to be sluts. We've been told not to be desperate. We've been told not to ever encourage a sexual advance. We've been taught how to like we've been taught how to how to dissolve a dangerous situation. But we don't know how to uh, relax all the time. Some of us are really good at it. Some of us are amazing at it. But not everybody is amazing at it. So maybe the girl that you're attracted to also happens to be somebody with a more demure stature who's not going to be really willing to be that, like, whore after you've already established that she isn't. You know, it's fun to be the whore. Everybody should be a whore. Everybody should feel like they should be able to be this. And you should not judge your partner for having sexual desires. You need to understand that she may not be communicating your, her sexual desires because she's been trained since a baby to hate her own sexual desires. So right off the bat, if you want your partner to come, if you want your partner to have sex, if you want your partner to en enjoy sex, you have to talk to her about why she isn't. It's not a revolutionary thing. Everybody has problems with this. I've had, pro I've had to have tough conversations with my girlfriend. I have a clit and a vagina. I have all these goodies. She's got the same stuff. We still have to talk. We still have to communicate a lot. We still have to really have tough conversations that are awkward about our desires or our things that we wish weren't happening you know because they still happen we still have mis we still have mis like communication problems but you know we're lesbians not everybody likes to just sit and talk until their fucking teeth fall out like i love it it's a i i would never be able to be with a man because i i, I talk so much but not everybody likes to talk like that. You don't need to talk like that in order to communicate. You can say nothing at all and understand everything that they're saying. You don't need 
to have a lesbian sex conversation in order to have good communication with your partner. It can be nonverbal, it can be written down, it can be anything, but it needs to happen. I learned the most about my partner's desires with her nonverbal sex communication in bed based on how she reacts to what I do, based on, uh, you know, like where she moves. You just have to pay attention and really react and make sure that they know that you are. I imagine it's worse in a heterosexual relationship. This is not um, just like idle, like, you know, speculation. Um, the words that I hear my straight friends say make me want to make a 20 minute podcast about how to help people make them come. Okay, so communication is step one. Step two is establishing trust. It's related to communication, but it's an entirely different thing. It's an entirely different, you know, uh, stat. Um, you have to consistently show interest in her sexual satisfaction for for some amount of time. You know, the, 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 the amount of time that you've known her, you need to have spent more than half of that time being genuinely invested in her sexual pleasure for her to trust that you really want to do it. So um, say maybe you were a bit selfish in the beginning and now you want to be better. You're going to have to build trust that you genuinely want her to orgasm for a while until she trusts that. She, like genuinely real, actual trust. Evolution, biology, everything about being a woman you're gonna need to trust the person that you're with in order to relax enough to orgasm. Some women just don't have as many hangups. That doesn't mean that if they don't trust you, they're whores. It just means that they don't have as many hangups as the people that take forever to be able to come. Um, I, I really think it's just simply just a, a, a matter of hangups. Um, so you have to know that she needs to trust that you're interested genuinely. And that, that comes with a lot of little tiny things that add up over time. Um, you have to know that uh, her sexual desire and her sexual satisfaction are more important to you than your ego. Like, do you understand? Like, a lot of, a lot of men and women doesn't matter what your gender is a lot of people that are that are fucking women have a thing about being you know the incredible lover that's their lover of their dreams and if your dick isn't magic that means you're broken you're not as good of a lover so if she doesn't come just off your dick then that makes you bad somehow that is not the truth all right you need to understand the perspective of the thing that you are fucking all right she needs to trust that you want to see her come everywhere because when she comes everywhere she's gonna fucking embarrass herself all right it's embarrassing it's it's so loud it's very very physical if you think that she's been coming all this time and it's just like ah she's faking it i'm sorry 
if she's screaming like she's like being murdered she's also probably faking it all right if she loses her mind and makes the ugliest face you've ever seen in your life squirts all over you and then makes some sort of sound that's like i don't know if i liked that but that was hot you know that's an orgasm all right that's what we're working towards all right but she's not going to be able to do that unless she trusts you and she has to trust your intentions and if she suspects that all of this work that you're doing is really for yourself she's not going to come as hard also weirdly if she thinks that you don't sexually get off on pleasing her sexually she's not going to come ever you have to you have to be selfish about it weirdly it's a it's a balance you have to show that you want her to come just as much as you like making her come does that make any sense like you you have to you have to you have to get off on her pleasure that's a it helps it helps okay so that's step two you have to she has to trust that you get off on getting her off all right step three physical stuff um most all of the women i've met in my life need more than one type of stimulation in order to get off um either fingering while sucking on their clit with your mouth or fingering while uh you know fingering her insides while fingering her outsides as well or um uh touching their boobs while you finger them or sucking on their boobs while you finger them or um kissing them kissing their ears kissing their neck while you finger them all sorts of different options more than one type of stimulation at a time has got to be the number one tip double up make it seem like you have 15 hands if the if you can do that most people like that some people don't like uh too many things at once because they find it distracting also the, the mood that you're in at the time is going to have a huge impact on this um the thing is the thing about it is that everybody gets off on different stuff you know some people love getting fucked some people hate getting fucked some people love clit stuff some people hate clit stuff figure out what she likes based on where she directs you figure out what she likes based on how she responds to everything that you do to her um quick tip uh if your partner has a really big uh clit uh that's a good thing never ever clit shame um you're gonna need a little more stimulation a little more focused stimulation to get her off with a big clit if she's got a little clit little tiny clit uh use more surface area use more fingers like three fingers flat you know work it in circles um or use your palm um uh if they have a really big clip with a really big hood and uh you're using your palm they're gonna roll their eyes at you because it's not gonna feel so great unless they love getting all of it moved around i made a blog post with a really good diagram about what the clit looks like inside the body and uh uh i think it's pretty educational take a look at it um that's the thing is is that we're gonna have a vaginal penetration orgasm episode separate we're gonna have an anal episode so we're gonna talk about like the different types of like of routes you can take 
to make your woman come. Um, oh, and an oral episode, of course. Like, duh. It's too much for the. It's too much for this episode. It's just too much. It's too much stuff. So we're gonna do a really just brief physical 101 lady parts. The clit is basically the same exact thing as a dick except it never got a ton of testosterone and androgens that turned it into a dick in the womb so it's all the same parts except they're all internal and they're not quite the same shape um it is the same parts 100 percent uh it's very obvious on the diagram that i posted on my blog so go check that out but so keep that in mind does your dick feel amazing when you like don't use any lube and go way too hard way too fast and just kind of punch it a bunch and slap it and like bite it with your teeth yeah why do they do that in porn to women's parts i'm not sure i will say that um i've had partners with uh large clits with large hoods that can handle some really light biting and they loved it but that is not the norm if somebody bit my clit i would kill them i would kill them with like as a reflex i'd black out and just wake up covered in blood um so don't do any of that weird porn shit all right it's the same as a dick so you probably want to get some lube quick pro tip on lubes all like sexual lube that they sell at the store in my opinion is bullshit the best of it is astroglide in my experience astroglide um is a pretty enjoyable lube it is shit compared to olive oil or coconut oil or uh even canola oil um almond oil uh my personal favorite uh it's gotta be the different types of hemp oils um gonna go ahead and if you're in a legal state if you make some cannabis oil use that shit as lube have the best night of your life love becky treat yourself um falling asleep while getting high from your vagina is the best thing that can happen to you as a woman i think um so yeah definitely check out uh marijuana lube also cbd oil for people that aren't in legal states a lot of a lot of places have cbd oil don't get the snake oil bullshit stuff um if your state has a has an agricultural hemp uh legalization like kentucky does kentucky has legal hemp that's grown and harvested and turned into cbd oil and our local cbd oil is actually legitimate um if that's your situation go ahead check out some cbd oil yeah that is a way better lube than astroglide way more expensive but you use way less of it and it lasts way longer i have been through a half a thing of astroglide in one session so you know it might seem more expensive to get some weird shit oils uh that you feel like you're cooking with um but it's not it's way way better than the weird shit chemicals in the astroglide that like don't last and also it, you just can't take you just can't take as much when with astroglide as you can with like olive oil and olive oil feels amazing down there and it's it's not like the coconut oil gets solid when it gets cool it's weird um like olive oil even when it gets hard it's still like a paste but yeah so 
we're gonna have more guides on the, the specific details of how to make women come with different like specific actions and all the different sort of tips that go along with that but um honestly communication trust and not just like whacking and biting her clit are gonna get you way further than any sort of how-to guide with a lot of specific physical details all right uh if you're if your chick isn't coming it's probably because it's probably because she's got she's got something on her mind all right all right that's that that's it for me today guys uh thanks for tuning in um go make some ladies come i've never been so excited for an episode i hope thousands of orgasms result hundreds of that millions of orgasms result in the making of this podcast uh that would be my ultimate goal so uh yes but it's not about my ego it's definitely about making every single woman in the world come all because of what i say it's not egotistical at all okay ta-ta au revoir